You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's R&B Divas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's R&B Divas After Show. Uh, I think I'm feeling that. That's a little bit of Kiki White right there. We're bringing it back to you again. R&B Divas Reunion Part 1. I'm your host, Larice Peoples, and... I am Alfred Thomas. And I am Bam Erickson. Let's talk about that Joe Claire tonight. Man, like, as a host, I really think he didn't stand his ground as a host to really kind of orchestrate the reunion as a whole because a lot of the ladies just kind of really just... I know that beat just really kind of... Just Kiki... Uh... <laughs> yes, but anyway, but just oh, as a whole, as a whole, what do y'all think about Joe Claire? I feel like he didn't do his job the way he needed to do his job because all the ladies, they spoke over him. They gave him no respect, and he just kind of said, like, oh, be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. They're just like, no, I'm in control of the show, not you, Joe. You go first. You go first. <laughs> and he kept stuttering. I was... I was very disappointed in the reunion as an overall for a couple reasons. I agree. <clears throat> I was disappointed because... This is a reunion show, and the standards have been set for reunion shows between the the Bravo shows, the reunion, and yes. the, the Housewives. And, and so when you do these reunion shows, you are to have this reunion, you reunite, and you discuss the issues and things that occurred during the past season. Yes. And so if it's a reunion and all the hosts are, and all the the, um, the cast members are there to talk about what we've seen in, past, uh, seen in the past episodes for season two, there should not... No, people shouldn't be given a pass mm. or to want to skip a topic because why am I in wait why am I investing my 42 minutes commercial free time <laughs> to watch something if these if these girls if these if these women don't want to discuss certain topics that we watched and we invested our time in it feels like a slap in the face mm-hmm. and I was very disappointed in the fact that they that Joe uh, that Joe Claire allowed them to skip certain topics I just think it was overall it was just like terribly terribly bad because in a reunion you want to kind of hear the reason why Selena and Nikki had a fall out. You won't hear the reason why Angie had a falling out with Nick. You won't hear the reason why, you know, that everybody had disagreement upon the show, but it was just kind of like, oh, well, you know, bam, you don't have to say nothing this time. You don't want to comment on it or, you well, know, well, Alfred. Wait, wait, wait. And then on top of that, not, not only it's one thing when people try to avoid the question because that's what celebrities and entertainers do, yeah. how, they, how they can go around to avoid the question. But he flat out asked them on one specific topic, all right, so do you guys want to discuss it or skip it? What? Go ahead. I, well, first of all, I mean, I, I thought that the show, I mean, they did a lot of tactics to try to uh, – Put it together, I think, for the audience because I think they were doing some crowd control, definitely with uh, Nikki's situation. Just I think you could tell by the way the whole reunion was set up. It was set up like a presidential kind of speech where there wasn't an audience. 
it you was, even get like somebody who has really uh, journalistic skills. I'm sorry, Joe Claire is a wonderful person. He's been on BT. He's done a lot of TV shows. I, I get it. He's you're bringing back an older uh, uh, host to, I guess, host these women. I don't think he has anything associated with R&B and R&B divas, so I don't know why he was there. I felt but, like he but, didn't even... I don't... It felt like he, he didn't, didn't watch He didn't watch show. none yeah. of the show. I think they should have had a show. younger host there who's basically energetic, who's able to ask I, the question. Young, John really Sally like, does great with um, Love and Hip Hop and all that other stuff. I mean, I he does, but... Not the right choice. I he, thought he was horrible. I, I think he was bad because he didn't ask the right questions. The questions that everybody wants to know when you watch these episodes and the whole entire season, it's like... When the reunion comes, that's when everything's kind of laid on the table. The cards laid on the table, and they did not respect him because they kept talking over him, and they they just want to say whatever they have to say. And Joe Claire was just kind of like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, let's go to commercial. But it's like, no, it's like, ladies, be quiet. I'm in control of the show, and it's like he had no control had no, over the show. He just had no, like I said, uh, in a situation like this, he need to have journalistic skills where he yeah. could have been able to make the women feel comfortable, know when to lay off and let them have their moments, know when to really dig in and get them to say what, to express themselves or, or explain what's been really going on in the show. I thought there was just so much, uh, like you said, yeah. missing, uh-huh. missing in the show, and there was such a lack of control. I mean, it's almost like if you had a great, uh, a great team, all these characters that could have been brought out had you had the right person to dish the ball to him. It was horrible point guarding going on in this no, don't, game. Don't talk basketball, you know, San, yeah, Sacramento. I'm just saying, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's Antonio how he lost won the week. championship, which was There's dishing off to the, to the right you know, <laughs> things. But you have this show with all these women who have, I mean, there was so much we could have been diving into and talking about and getting behind what was really going on. And I think he was just not, even in the, he wasn't prepared to know what to dig in and where to yeah. go with the women. And I, and I felt like they were just eating them up. I think it was definitely a lack of preparation, especially when he kind of acts like We won't oh. let you get away with that. <laughs> especially with like he, the question he asked like, oh, you know, we have two newcomers that came into the show this season from Angie Stone and um, Latasha and it's like, oh, just kind of tell your personal experience about it. But it's like overall, you should kind of dug into like what was their thoughts about the issues that happened that pertain to the show. And, 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 and on top of that since we're, uh, since we're uh, speaking on Latasha, there was two. There were two incidences that we can recall for for um, her on season two. There was a whole so so death yes. reunion, and then there was the whole issue when she all of a sudden got turned up mm-hmm. at the finale, and when her and Kiki went at it. Why was there? They were sitting right next to each other. Why couldn't there be any questions in regards to that? You're gonna ask this. No disrespect. You're gonna ask this random question <laughs> about um, Chris Kelly, um, mm-hmm. rest in peace, who um, who was in the group, the hip hop group, Chris about Cross, drug use and and about drug use. Like that question was With so math. far left, and it's, Chris, no disrespect to Chris because I, I did like Chris Cross, but Chris Cross and 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 um and Chris had nothing to do with, with the show. With, the, with show. the show, and then he tried to transition it by asking Monifa about her drug use, yeah. like, which like, w- which was which Monifa discussed season one. That was like over- it, it. It really had no like reference to her was- drug use. About what she did in season two and her success in season two, and again, like when she kind of addressed—I mean, Latasha. Latasha had a lot of great moments when she met with Jermaine Dupri. He could have talked about that issue, like how do you feel about Jermaine Dupri saying that you're not gonna have a small percentage of the 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 the, um, the followers that 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 you had with Escape? You know, 
didn't touch on that at all. He just kind of, oh, like, let's kind of give us a brief overview of Latash. But she played an important part, even with all the issues from Angie, um, Angie and, and, and Nikki, from Selena and Nikki, and, you know, the things that Monifa was going through with, with um, Therese. It's like she plays an important part, but she but he never addressed any of the issues to Latash. Like, give me your opinion. What do you think about, you know, Selena and Nikki on the DVD issue and everything? But Nothing at all. But he's not even that type of guy. That's why I, I question why he was even put in that position that is a great question and you know i i honestly i really do hate to uh speak in a negative tone about him because i hate to you know we're we're, we're also hosts as well so you know people say bad things about us but i just it was not i don't feel he was a good choice i said that he wasn't a good choice even when they did the pre-show because he didn't get anything out of the girls and gave us any kind of insight for a pre-show to prelude into what we are going to see for season two he didn't do that in he didn't do that uh before season two so i'm not surprised but i was still disappointed but i guess at the same time it's only part one we got part two next. You ain't talking about nothing in part one. What you makes might, what, 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 part two what, might be turned up? I understand that, but for someone who is not doing an after show like us, why would people want to watch part uh, part two of the reunion when they gave us nothing? Because they gave us nothing. I, guess I, I still think, uh, yeah, I guess that, that's what it is. Like, oh, part part one didn't give us nothing, you know. And they're gonna actually kind of show the clips throughout this upcoming week to where it's like, oh, make sure you tune into part two because I think it's really gonna be turned up in part two. But I that, think Selena and Nikki's really gonna get into it. I think Angie's gonna get into it with a few people, and I think Kiki's really like, I, I you know, I love Kiki dearly. I, I swear, like she's like my favorite person on the show, and I think Kiki really gonna kind of express her feelings about everything. You know, she should have expressed it when when they were talking. About, well, okay, we'll she should have. She yeah. should have mm-hmm. because he asked the question. She's like, I'm not gonna go there, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't know what gave the what. I mean, I guess it's because it's being called R and B divas that they have this this mindset of no. I control everything and I give you what I feel like giving you type of mentality, and I. And I mean, there's so much to talk about with what we've gone through over this season. Yeah. It's like with all the different points, the different topics, the different social issues, the different economic and things that they're doing with their careers and how the show doesn't show much of that. But there was so much going on that this this reunion show should have been able to address that. I mean, yeah. I, I really it would be amazing to see them cover everything all in one show now that they've taken this time to just bicker and batter and not about have any nothing. really. I mean, like, really I think I think part one was about nothing at all. Like seriously, nothing was accomplished. Only thing they really talked about was you know the Selena and Nikki DVD part, and that was like the most exciting part because they kind of get to express a little bit, but not really. But we're gonna basically talk on about it later. Well, we've pretty much uh, covered Latasha. Let's so let's go into Monifa again. I was extremely disappointed because. He brought they brought Therese on and the only important question that was asked was when was the wedding day in which Monifa wait John Sally I'm sorry not John Sally Joe asked Therese the wedding date and Monifa she kind of jumped the gun yeah. and she spoke and Therese kind of gave it a slip Therese kind of gave it a slip like wait hold on mama I got this uh, yeah but yeah. at the same time like the way it actually kind of set up she kind of stood behind her as, yeah. as she was in a church choir like okay I'm just gonna stand up and uh, I'm gonna answer the question like eventually and she she really had no no uh, purpose of basically coming to the reunion because she was just that one segment and that was it mm-hmm. but it was an important like I said if this was properly done that would have been 
a person to bring because that whole thing yes. about them coming together, the whole thing about moving, he didn't touch any of those topics. He didn't touch on the relationship with their daughter, but I think that was um, on purpose by the way she reacted to how she was like, those who really want to be, they're going to be at the Okay, pay. okay, okay. Can we, can yeah. we discuss that? Um, I, I keep want to say, I keep want to say, John, Joe asked... When was the wedding date set? And Monifa said there isn't, there hasn't been a date set, but it's going to be a very small, intimate wedding with people who only, who truly support us. Ding, ding, ding. The two questions that immediately popped into my head: Are there any R&B divas that has been invited? Who will they be? Who's That's not what, going? Who's yeah. not going? Is your daughter yeah. going to be there? And then the main question would be: Is your daughter, being that your daughter, Feels being that her way. daughter says that she says, will you support and go to uh, and, and and attend my wedding? And she said, I'll, I'll think, think about, about it. it. Exactly. And really, like, he should kind of dug, dug into her as, like, what is your, like, perspective of that now? Like, being that your daughter say she would think about it, like, how do you feel about it? You know, if she's not there at your wedding, how would you feel? Mm-hmm. Therese, how would you feel if her daughter wasn't there at the wedding? I, don't, I just don't think he, like I said, it goes back into the epitome of, of journalism and knowing how to lead your... your um the person you're interviewing into other questions that allow you to get the whole story. I think he didn't even listen to what they were saying. He was probably just like, I got these questions that they that applied the thing. Yeah. I'm going to shoot them out. No reference I'm questions. Say this little thing, and I'm gonna, I don't even know, I'm not aware to even know that I asked anything, <laughs> so I, I'm just going to sit there and smile in my lips <laughs> and just say, yeah, okay, cool. How about, Let's how, go to commercial. How about this? I'm, Let's go to commercial. I'm, <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure the viewers will probably feel how we feel and so we've already we've already threw out one question what question you've already mentioned something in regards to me Monifa what question would you have asked or what is there a question that you want to know well I mean for me I I think it's just seeing how that relationship develops I I mean I think you just follow his what he started it just didn't didn't take it anywhere the whole question about you know when you set him up to figure out what the date is then they were having a little off and on about that you could then go into well how's the relationship going is it what is the compromises how do you plan to achieve this goal and then when he when they opened up about their Monifa opened up about her feelings about who's going to be at the wedding I think that was the biggest Mm -hmm. Door opening, walk through here. There's stuff behind the door. I, I think like they, like really, he should have basically dug into the divas. Like, how do y'all feel about it? Like, on your perspective and your belief and your religion, yeah, anything. Th- yeah, did did you support? That. I mean, do you feel like what she's doing is right? What she is wrong? And I think again, like a question like that can open a can of warm, worms. But at the same time, it's a great question. Mm-hmm. As all like we do have questions. We're gonna go to iTunes. Make sure everybody go to iTunes. We want to kind of like really understand like what was your thoughts and your opinion of the first reunion for. R&B Divas Part 1. You can rate us, make sure you comment us so we can make sure we get better each and every single time that you see us. So so we can actually see Part 2 and have more exciting news for you on Part 2 with Joe Claire and all the R&B Divas. It's basically ready for your mobile apps, well, iPad, Android, smartphones. Make sure you go in there, download it. Um, uh, uh, basically, what, align your podcast yeah. is what they do. They mm-hmm. set up your podcast for you, set it, just set R&B Divas up for, to play whenever you want to. Go to iTunes, check us out, and rate us, comment to us, and let us know what we need to improve on. And let us know about um, R&B Divas Part 1. And Marissa, if someone wants to call in, what would, what's the call-in number? It would be 424-256-1729. All right. My question that I... So if you guys are listening out there, if you want to call in and uh, give us your thoughts, call in. We're in for... Our, we're, we got about 35 more minutes. All right. So question, my question for, for Monifa would be... With the fact that Atlanta does not allow um, 
they don't have they don't allow so uh, same sex marriages. Yeah. I would ask because that seemed to be a problem yeah. for Therese. Would they move to New York or would they stay? Um, would they stay as as a, a couple? I think they decided Atlanta. to move to Atlanta yeah. based off of them getting married. But, but, still, but, but how's yeah. that transition? But what are you yeah. Yeah. Do? I would really... still ask that because they when they were talking about the when they were talking about when they were speaking about the Cheryl Lee Ralph uh, benefit. Yeah. They referenced that that was last summer. So a lot has ha- so a lot has happened because it's now it's a new summer. Mm-hmm. So I would have still asked, are you guys going to live in Atlanta? Are you in New York? Or maybe you come to California in regards to what happened just yesterday. Yes, so yeah. the legalization yeah, of the leg- uh, marriage, yeah. same sex marriage. So mm-hmm. those are some of the questions that I what that I wanted to know. To and dig I'm sure, into Moneva. Yeah, and there, I'm sure that there were other uh, questions that um, that you guys wanted to know as well. All right, so now let's get into Kiki Wyatt. <laughs> She's adorable. Uh, you know what? Kiki Wyatt, man, I love her to death, man, because, you know, she still kind of stayed humble to the person that she is, the spiritual person that she is. You know, even though, you know, she might get turned up sometime, but at the same time, she just, she, <laughs> but she just keep it real, you know, amongst mm. everybody. And like she said, she's like, I don't have time for this. I don't have time mm. for the drama. You know, whenever y'all can stop having drama, then we can kind of pursue something like the tour mm. or even perform with each other. So I really think Kiki really showed her side. And she's been the same way throughout the whole, like, throughout the whole entire season too so what you kind of make a reference to her I, I mean I like her because she's just genuine and that's just who she is as a person I, I would say that uh, she is very genuine I thought when I first saw her how crazy and, and she <laughs> still is you know a little out there but as far as being the most sensible other mm-hmm. than faith and and uh, what, Monifa as far as being just all together <laughs> yeah. with themselves she's, she is colorful and I think that's what makes her a great entertainer I think that's what uh, gives her that edge amongst just being a a major voice. I think, you know, she's kooky. So that's fun (laughs) and refreshing to see somebody who you would think would be stuck up have such a silly, nilly attitude. But when it comes to the true her, how she feels about her friends, what she feels about her family, her goals and desires, they're the most together and the most being sought after out of all the girls. And speaking of how she feels about her friends... (laughs) I would have liked to known how she felt being that Nikki played both her and Monifa. Yes. Kiki Wyatt, what are your thoughts on the finale when you were played by Nikki Gilbert? Yeah, I mean, but you kind of actually look at, you know, the way Kiki was actually looking at Nikki, like, you know, in her mind, from her facial expressions, like, I thought we was friends, but I really understand the type of person that you are. And, you know, it was just kind of like one of those things where she, she probably felt that, she wished she would have took Selena's side, you know, on a few of the episodes when she took Nikki's side mm-hmm. from the charity event. I just think overall, like, Nikki played everyone. and But uh, still, Kiki's Kiki. Mm-hmm. You know, that, and the clip that they showed from her from the soup. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I, what do I think about that? I don't what. I mean, it was random. For it to be an R&B diva show, that shouldn't have been put up high on the pedestal. But it was kind of cool to see that they're becoming more of a trending topic. I think that's yeah. what they're trying to establish. I think a lot of the um, video clips that they showed in order to segue into uh, the interview sections, I thought they were a little... Um, I think they could have been better. Yeah, it could have been, been better. better I thought and there was so much in this, this TV show and that could have been edited better. And some of the clips are they out, were of out of sequence. So out of like sequence. you can't even... Yeah. I don't know. It was yeah, I, yeah. I, I think they could have done a better, better job with the uh, clip selection and also. And who's the, the wizard? Well, wait. Before we get, to, before we get, before <laughs> everybody we, was yeah. like, and who's yeah. the wizard? <laughs> before we get to the wizard, although, although I don't think you should 
skip questions, especially if there's a, a, a huge topic that the fans yeah. want to discuss. I also can play on the other side and see Kiki's reason for why she didn't want to discuss it. It appears that because this whole season was based on Nikki and Selena, I think these girls are just overkill, tired. They don't want to hear about it. They don't want to talk about it. Like I can, like Kiki said, y'all on last nerves. I can, I can, I can see where she's coming from because the whole Nikki and Selena is on my damn nerves. I mean, it's so, on everybody' yeah. nerves, but nobody but, knows the reason why. But I'm saying this is to be the one time where you got one more day of <laughs> shooting Mayhafa. Come and just let out your milk. I mean, they want to see what this is all about. They want to know how you feel. They want to know how you react to what's really going on now that is in your face. Yeah. I believe the the clip should have been cut to where you see all of Nikki's lies. Hopefully, that's what's coming Part up later. Two. Yes. I have to do a whole bunch of stuff, but with the way things are going, I doubt it. And the way the wizard can cut in and out of that whole, <laughs> that whole, it was like whoever's the other producer. When, when it comes to these women and, and I guess really opening up and, and, and feeling insecure, I think that's what made this show and what they yeah. worked around. You know what I'm saying? Well, do you guys want to discuss the wizard before we go into Angie and Nikki and Selena? Sure. I mean. Like I'm wizard, just trying to AKA the, the industry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, who's the wizard? I mean, they, there's no explanation. I mean, I, this is the first mention of the wizard. They didn't even talk about whoever him is in in the show. So and, and, for him and, to become such a big factor, and Nikki, all seeing, I can't talk about him type thing. Get out of here. And Nikki made it seem as if. Her this, and Faith put that thing together. That this, well, yeah, she threw her, she threw that in there. She, like, she, it was I, just I, her. I, face. I was questioning, no, I was just like, are clearly you, there's a money man. Like, seriously, like, she's like, yeah, I'm like the EP. I'm just like, well, okay. She, well, she is EP, and she brought the idea uh, to Faith, and then she and Faith brought it to TV One, which now, I'm going to jump the gun a little bit. I, I was going to report news and gossip that it was reported that she actually stole the idea from R&B singer from the 90s, Tony Terry's wife. Whoa. And so that she stole the idea, but I don't know how far it's going if they're going to sue. But then it's also it's been this is the second season. What what took you so long to to uh, to bring this up? But anyway, she made it seem as if this wizard person had been controlling controlling people's, minds. controlling people's minds as far as was it <laughs> was this wizard controlling the minds of how they put felt about the tour show? was it the was it the actual show and the comments and yeah. how they take sides or was it the actual tour is what oh, I was like the setup of the I'm thinking he he possibly was someone who was looking to manipulate the women in order to get the controversy, in order to get the show ratings up. Mm-hmm. Maybe when they put started the show, it was boring. Mm-hmm. Maybe there was, he was like, I need to turn this up. You, da, 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 da. Yeah. Nikki does it. Then he'd be like, hey, you just go, how can Nikki just do that to y'all? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> he's like. I mean, it's, it's always like, you know, someone who's setting up issues amongst everyone. Yeah, you know, I mean, but at the same time, like to be like, oh well, it was the wizard. I think that was an appropriate thing uh, that should should have yeah, been said on the show. And it's spe- it- yeah, especially when they said because, and then Nikki, of course, well, we signed obligated paid, not to we, talk we about signed, it. exactly. Signed, so, but okay, have any of you guys ever worked on a reality show before? Yeah. Okay, you have. All right. I'm going to spill the beans just a little bit for people who are not familiar with how reality TV goes. Okay, in reality shows, 
there are times and instances where a producer or someone will whisper into someone's ear and kind of cohort, kind of um, cohort them to say certain things to about the other person or about a topic, or they'll say something to them and then they'll and then they'll they'll sit they'll they'll <clears throat> speak it in their confessional. So it is it is realistic that this potential wizard could have been going and whispering into other people's ears. Although they denied it, of course they would deny it. If it was really true, of course, who would who would go and who would admit when you're on payroll? If Larice, you were producer, of what would I really admit? Well, yeah, you know, Larice, my producer or the wizard, yeah, he did tell me to say this, 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 this. Of course, they're not going to admit it, but I just felt the whole thing was. I just think overall she should place. never say anything like that. And for her to say that, oh well, paper was signed. I think that that was like a real cop out, cop out for her because mm-hmm. it's like one of saying you started something, you should finish because you have a lot of viewers out there want to know like, the reason why like, why y'all had the issue. Was it the tour? What was you jealous of Selena and her success? What she's done because again, like because she has actually um, she had her album release or her single release, and you know what are the real issues that you have with her from the DVD setup, you know. And you know, she kind of broke it down. It's like, oh, it, it was because of DVD that I had a, I had a problem with um, Selena. But still, it's more than that. The reason that you have a problem with Selena, I can't but, wait to get in that DVD but, part. Can we? But yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> there's one more thing about Kiki. Okay, did you guys see the the Twitter question from Brisha Webb um, from uh, from TV One? <laughs> I, I, love I love that girl. Okay, Brisha. Don't you do a set up and ask a question no more. I mean, really, like, she's like, I just have one question. Uh, okay, I'm good. Brisha, girl, hey, you got to do better than that, baby. You I got, can't wait to see you again, Brisha. I, I hope I run into you at an audition soon ups? because. Really? What was that? <laughs> yes, it, it, it was a bad setup. Like, seriously, I, I just think that she could have done It could have been a couple. Like, really? uh, she was like, uh, I got my uh, one. And she, uh, how about like a suit or some nice kind of dress, you know what I'm saying? Something fly. She probably nice got up after that sit up. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm just going to do a sit up live video. But the question she did ask was, why is she so, it appears that she's so mean to her husband. Michael? Like, no, no, she says, why you yell at your husband? What's up with that? And. Kiki answer was you know she, she just do it like it's like in a way like she's real sweet to Michael but you know she's kind of do it on the show but mm-hmm. and, it's, and the same fact that she was like Michael's not as innocent as you think he is you know what I mean so it's kind of like one of those things like oh I do it on TV but overall like, they have a real great love relationship mm-hmm. I just think they should have used that as a, a chance to ask real questions if uh, Joe Claire couldn't handle it in front of the ladies get somebody from the internet say that came from the internet and ask a real real hard question yeah, they, didn't, they, they, they didn't even need Brisha they could have said you know hey uh, uh, Brisha Johnson from uh, Idaho you you you, uh, you can always. They could have asked about her yeah. whole like music career because being that she had a media in New York, you know the whole image and branding. Now, like what happened with that? We heard nothing else about that from that one episode when she was just burping. Yeah, <laughs> and the burping hasn't been tackled because she's been doing that all season, and yes. then she was in the, like that. That wasn't mentioned as well. Again, like I said, I hope these are questions that we can get to find out in part two. But overall, <laughs> I just think that it should have been more like strategic questions, more strategic planning before the, like, to really tackle the girls. Mm-hmm. And, and even if they didn't want to address the major, major issues, at least kind of dive in their personal life and really kind of mm-hmm. dive in their career where people understand, like, you're R&B diva, but, like, again... 
Joe Claire kept referencing, like, oh, the music and the drama. It was no music that we really seen throughout the whole season mm-hmm. that we like, oh, you know what? That was real great what Kiki did. That You know, mm-hmm. overall, she, she made a single. She made an album that we can kind of really Nothing. look forward to, like, to be released over the summertime. Nobody. Uh, Selena's the only one. Okay. Let's, let's just let's keep going. Angie Stone. Sweet Jesus. Okay, so <laughs> sweet Jesus. <laughs> you we you mentioned you mentioned something about Angie Stone's outfits. Oh man, Easter man, she had a little pastel green on man. I swear, boy, hey what, what, Angie, oh, I love I, you, there, baby. Like you, you, you first class. You first class on that's that. It's okay, one. Angie, because <laughs> there was a lot of outfits on that uh, TV show that I don't even like to talk fashion, but <laughs> me neither. But like that just kind of stood <laughs> out because was on Easter Sunday patrol. <laughs> they, they were all up. Uh, <laughs> hey. What's really interesting is when you mentioned the gray, the, the 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 there was a how did you describe the color? You called it something. As a pastel. <laughs> pastel. pastel. You know you from the church. What was so interesting <laughs> is uh, somebody had um, somebody uh, somebody mentioned me in the tweet while they were talking about Angie's uh, <laughs> Angie's uh, dress, and it was a uh, Brian Drake from uh, Oakland, California, who described her dress as a seafoam green dress and a Barbie doll wig. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, see, first class, man. That's what you get when you first class, man. You get to dress like that, and nobody else can't even say nothing to you. Angie, you go, girl. We the, here rooting for you. The, the first, the first class comment. I think that was just I, I, one thing I can say. I'm glad that was brought up because it showed how blown over I think that whole comment was. I think uh, she explained well what she meant by it, and it was it was funny to me how it still didn't uh, cross over. When it came to Nikki and receiving it like she wasn't trying, y'all, she wasn't talking about y'all. She was talking about what was going on in the situation. Mm-hmm. And it made sense. If you are acting ratchet and doing all this stuff, that's very coach-like mentality. You women are supposed to be first class. I, I understand that, too. But you got to look the way Angie kind of came in and the way like she addresses things. She don't speak to everyone as a whole. Cause, you know, when you're speaking to a group, you make eye contact with everybody. But, no, she stare holes in people. So people feel like, why are you directly talking to me? And as Kiki felt like that, you know, she has a... The right to you like you talking directly to me like why are you talking directly to me but we here as a group it's like six six different people here speak to everyone i at first i thought the first class i thought that whole thing was just silly and then once it was explained poor again, a poor choice of words i mean she says i'm a grandmother and i don't want my grandkids to see me using uh, uh profanity profanity that makes logic that that makes a lot of sense. She's saying, "Okay, listen. When we act and curse and call each other names, that's more." I mean, for her to have wait, her wait. own like whiteboard, that damn whiteboard. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, "What was the F standing for?" Because I started cussing in my head once I saw it. Yeah, exactly. I was like, right. Kids don't know what this means. But 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 you're right. <laughs> what are you going for? Parents or anyone who curses on TV curses at home. Yes, mm-hmm. but of course, like, but the the whole whiteboard with the whiteboard it reminded me did you guys see Atlanta uh, Housewives of Atlanta with Kenya Moore when she was having all those crazy things with the gone with the wind like that just the whole whiteboard and just (laughs) it just seems 
I just it, I just felt like she sin- really had to stand out front for everybody. But like, oh, let it me made, get, let me made, be different. Let me get a whiteboard and basically really express how I feel. But I just think overall, really like I just think yeah. I think I think it was real <laughs> immature to go with her dress. I think so too. And and if the sea foam, uh, what did Brian Drake say? <laughs> he green. said the sea foam green dress was not enough. The whiteboard was just it was she over just, the top. Yeah. She didn't need the whiteboard. She just needed to take the marker and start writing on Nikki's silky white outfit and like, be able to. Read I know she, like she wore all white. Like she was like the most the innocent person. There with the big with, with, bow tie, with the bow tie, like, with the size, and she and the big shoulder pads like the eighties, like yeah. it's dynasty. <laughs> she was just ready in case it, things went down. I know why she had the shoulder pads. She was ready. She was like, hit somebody <laughs> like yo, I got this. Don't even worry What'd about it. What you say, Selena? <laughs> what you say about Get off me? Of me? And and when Angie Stone made the um, when Kiki apologized, <clears throat> oh, when Kiki apologized about calling her the old bitch and how she was not relevant. Yeah, and you said that. I'm putting you on blast. Sorry, no, but you didn't feel that Kiki's apology that no, I want sincere. No, I want sincere. I, but at the same time, you gotta look at like it's nice that she did it. it but I one, I'm like, uh, I don't know. She one, Angie didn't seem like she was that torn by it and for her, it to be brought up like that. Two, if you're gonna bring it up and then try to be like, yeah, my mom wrote an essay. You know, you know, my mom and she wrote an essay on the whiteboard. How did she? Like she was writing from the first, she was like writing she was that ne- up. So you were never listening to what she was saying. Is exactly. what you're saying. Yeah. While she was saying, you know, calling you, then she's like, okay, to her out. Say it's all God. It's all God. <laughs> I mean, but at the same time, you know, you gotta look at like a lot of times you kind of regret the things that you say to people. And I think about Kiki, even if she didn't mean mean it from her heart, but at the same time, out of respect, she said it to apologize to yeah, her. That's all, I don't knock it, but I think that there's so much more to talk about. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, like, it's definitely a lot more to talk about, you know. Before we go, before we move on to uh, Because, you Angie, know what they could have talked uh, about with was, Kiki and yeah. Angie? Kiki's birthday party. Where her and Angie went at it. Thank you. Yes, that was more relevant than, like, well, Kiki calling her her ass bitch. That's towards the end of the season, maybe... In the second, hopefully, thing, quote unquote, we'll get there. Part two, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. We got a lot of hope going on for the reunion. <laughs> Joe Claire. Joe Claire. Good question. Good question. I'm just saying that that's what he was. It's like he's like, I didn't need it. You said, Good question. Good question. Hey, Nikki behind him with paper, like, You see this? Just hate this. He's like, No, no. Come on, Joe. Like, close your mouth. Put your hand. Hey, no, Joe Claire didn't come on with a muscle shirt on next week. <laughs> like, you know what? I'm in control. I like the tie, though. The tie was fresh. That purple tie with the pattern on it was fresh. And you know, purple is like the thing right now. Purple but, is like really uh, in for men. Mm-mm. I'm just saying. I mean, that's a better talk than talking about Joe Clavier and host. Oh. <laughs> Nick, Nick. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Nikki Salida. I mean, that situation, man, it was just kind of like, again, it was a... It's something that everybody wants to know. <clears throat> what's the reason why they have so much drama and beef amongst each other? Now... This is probably the most entertaining part for me because yeah, we, were, one point we, were, we were we were able to understand this whole ordeal. And so I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try my best to explain this from my interpretation. And so Selena F Selena said she she didn't want to discuss it. Again, you're here for the reunion. You need to discuss it. <clears throat> or go home. But especially you knew Nikki was gonna have something to say. So then after Nikki would have something to say, you knew you would have something to say because you wanted to defend yourself. So I thought I thought that whole thing was silly. But again. Yeah, like yeah. you said. So <clears throat> Nikki goes into wait, before we go into that, I'm sorry to keep jumping uh j- jumping around. What did you guys think about when Nikki 
This I'm, is really this is <laughs> this is really hard for me because <laughs> I think that was a bunch my of mo- going to my <laughs> <laughs> at the grocery store going to my mother's like why your daughter act that way so She's hateful like, yeah I just think that, that was word? like come on it was acting toxic yeah she was she was acting real bad right there and I just felt like you know and then she leaned up I need a tissue and like, nobody brought her tissue no man she she deserved tissue I just really felt that was kind of like uh, Nick you could have saved that because nobody believe in what you be- and you gonna just bring it like cause you said your mother is supposed to really mean something I'm you would have said like yo but you know what you wanna say that your mother is embarrassed but you ain't embarrassed you weren't embarrassed and you're the EP and so you should have knew the the like how again how are you gonna talk about how your mother can't be proud of a show and how they calling you toxic and you're one of the leading people producing the show exactly like how is that even mm-hmm. possible yeah Okay, so now let's get into let's get into the last thing, which is this whole twenty dollar, uh, twenty thousand dollar um, ordeal. The, the DVD. So, so Nikki said that <coughs> Selena came to her for help for her video, and that she needed her help, and so she suggested um, Mont. Uh, what's his name? Marcelo. Yeah. So she suggested Marcelo, who actually did the reel, to present for TV One, so that this show can come into fruition. And so Marcelo then uh, put it together and that was pretty much all what Nikki was saying. I'm kinda- First of all, she, she tried to make make it seem like Selena was broke and she didn't have no money because she yeah. was just like, oh, well, Selena didn't have enough money to shoot she it, so she asked me for help. And I asked my friend who basically put the scissor reel together for the show, hey, can you do a big favor for me and actually like shoot this for Selena, you know, and he and she tried to make it seem like, oh, he didn't know who Selena was at mm-hmm. all. But like, how do you not know who she was? And she helped you shoot the scissor reel, so you had some type of encounter with her from the beginning. And also, now that now that I have my notes, I like how I like how she threw in the fact that you know at that time their relationship was strained, so she really wanted to help her out and get this video done. And so she got the papers done, and she said, "Is everything cool with Marcelo?" And if everything is cool with Marcelo, then she would. Um, send, the, send the papers over, and that she would that she would sign the papers. Yes. But Marcelo sent her an uh, invoice for twenty thousand dollars, so therefore she's not going to sign off on Selena's um, video because, according to her, Marcelo still owes twenty thousand dollars. The question is, why would Marcelo send the invoice to? So Nikki. Uh, to Nikki, although Nikki in that whole yelling thing behind Joe Claire's back, Nikki did say that she sent the that the invoice uh, was sent to uh, Selena's sister as well. Now, what do you guys think about Selena's response? I just think like go ahead. Good, good. <clears throat> no, I just think that you know, as, as a woman, as a professional person, like she really kind of explained her side of because always mm-hmm. two sides to every story. And I think the way she kind of brought it down to where to basically saying where oh, it could have been a situation where Marcella felt like hey. I didn't like the way the first DVD was shot because, again, she's like, Kiki's hand was all over mm-hmm. everywhere. And, you know, Kiki said she was... And Kiki admitted. Like, yeah. you know, I was just basically like... I was just in there just making fun of the whole video thing. And again, Messing it up, basically, yeah. exactly. is what she was doing. Like, and, and him as being a producer, he don't want to kind of like... Or a videographer to be like, this is my work. Because she so, looked like mm-hmm. a retard. Exactly. So him basically suggesting, hey, like, let's shoot it again. Mm-hmm. I can I can believe in that. Yeah. yeah. She said that, you know, that Nikki told Selena that you can pay like $300 or something and then so it was agreed upon and so 
she would give him the $300 plus back-end pay. Then the video came out, didn't like the video, didn't like the DVD because of Kiki Hands and other things, mm. and there were not enough cutaways. So he said that he would reshoot it again for free, so therefore Selena said that she would give him a bigger, uh, a bigger percentage of the back-end, and she said she wouldn't explain that, of course, because that's his business. Yeah. So everything Selena said totally made, made sense. sense. Yes. It totally made sense. And then Nikki's trying to, and then Nikki also brought a, a good point. Who in their right mind is going to do not one but two videos for $300? Somebody who didn't like the first product, agreed to exactly. the first product, decided that they could they don't even want their name on it mm-hmm. and said, I'd rather do this again than have you submit this um, as something that's with my name behind it. I get if I was somebody who was dedicated to my work and dedicated to my product that I put out there, it may be a, a situation where I do a first one for cheap if that came out garbage and I know we could just easily get something together especially if Kiki was messing it up with her hands and playing around. But first of all, why would he be filming Kiki with her hands doing all that crazy stuff in a workout video? My thing is I would have basically addressed the issue with Selena to be like, hey, you know what? I can't use this this video footage. I can't continue to film because Kiki hand moving across everywhere. It's basically like they got Joe Claire to shoot. Yeah, exactly. And then then also, I think think he would have done it for $300 and wanted to reshoot it because being that the being that he did the the scissor reel a scissor reel is is the um, is clips to to show to present to TV One in order for them to pick the show up. Yeah. So being that the show was already picked up, Marcelo knew that the video would be featured and mm-hmm. that he's going to come up. So exactly. I could see why he would do the video not once but twice and for $300 and for the back-end pay because it would be promoted on TV but One. But then I think this brings up to the, the uh, another thing for me. Who died and made Nikki the protector of people? Like, I get that they had an issue or they had a funk or whatever, but this is like how she jumped in for the tour and all that stuff when Selena and her sister were trying to do it. Like, it wasn't so much of how hurt she was. She was just like, you know, you ain't going to disrespect anybody. But yeah. it, I think that was just an example of what she probably went through when it came to this video. I, I think if people are men and women and should handle their responsibilities themselves and be re- responsible for their actions as well as when you're interacting with somebody, know that that's between you and them and your business is y- between y'all. And I get that she hooked it up and that's what got the initial uh, thing going. But if you're going to be in a situation of stopping everything just because you feel a certain way about protecting your man. This is a grown man. He can handle his own business. Exactly. I have, and then, and again, they had a contract. Uh, and they so, have. and so this is my, and this, so this is my thing. Nikki said, I have the emails. She said she has the emails with the invoice. Selena says she I has the, the she has the contracts. My question is, why can't these two women just swap? If she has a contract, why can't they just sit the papers down, read everything, but I think and figure this out time, what's going it's the on? first time it, it, it was ever brought up and discussed. Because even in throughout the season, fashion. like, you know, Selena was like, you know, uh, Nikki's not going to sign the papers. She went to go so- see her lawyer. Her lawyer advised her what she needs to do. And it is never brought back up until the season finale when Selena actually went off on Nikki and basically telling her, like, who in their right mind wouldn't sign a release paper for my DVD. And, you know, she kind of went on her whole rant mm-hmm. to Nikki. But, again, and this so- is some issue that should have been addressed throughout the whole entire time. And, again, it might be the producers that like, hey, don't say nothing. Don't say mm-hmm. nothing. Bringing up at the at the reunion, yeah. And Selena did mention that not only did 
uh, she modeled, I remember season one, she actually modeled Nikki's Cravado clothing line. So it's like when you're friends in the industry, you do things for each other, and that's just the way it is. Yeah. And I don't, I think I'm on team, I'm team Selena on this I one. just think Nikki did it because of the fact that she felt mm-hmm. like, oh, if I don't sign this, mm-hmm. she's not going to be able to put her DVD out. Mm-hmm. But again, as any smart business person, what you want to do for me, I will basically get it done around you mm-hmm. and make sure I'm still successful at it with or without <clears throat> your help. Before we go to news and gossip, what did you guys think about Faith Edmonds not uh, showing up in the video? I think she should have been there. Poor taste. Yeah. I yeah. think she that's that was the excuse. Her and her family was the excuse for the, uh, the end of the season. So it just made no sense for her. She should have came back and did the interview. Like, I thought she should have. Yeah, she should definitely should have came. Just like, uh, what's mm-hmm. color does for uh, I understand. I understand that she had to go to the East Coast for a family, but as the EP and when you have a, uh, when you have a job, you got to do it. You have you have to do it. Yeah. Us working in regular fields and working at the post office or just working work regular jobs, you can't do that. I mean, she she had a, a like a big responsibility with the show and the whole creating the show. She should at least was able to be there or at least a schedule around like, okay, I'm gonna take my family to the East Coast. Oh, they should have had her ask questions like the video Skype in, and then yeah. she yeah. asked what she thought about yeah. it. Just put it out there. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, maybe we might see more of her in part two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I <laughs> part two R V D was reunion. Let's yeah. let's go on to news and gossip. Dum, 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 dum. All right, for news and gossip, I've already discussed the uh, the fraud with Cravado. Um, also, there is rumored that the reason the season ended so quickly is because there was an alleged fight between Nikki Gilbert's husband and Latasha's uh, husband Rocky, and so they, I bet you Rocky won. They almost. <laughs> well, but it's reported that they almost came to blows, and that Rocky pulled a gun on Nikki's husband. That's why yeah. you be talking that mess like you do. So what? Yeah. Pull it out of trunk. I think that's just kind of a poor taste because, like, overall, it's like the show has nothing to do with the husband. Mm-hmm. And it's a situation where it's like if they what if they did came to a situation, came to blows, or he pulled a gun. It's like okay, where you no you're no longer allowed on the premises or the recording mm-hmm. studio or even affiliated with the show where you pretty much breach your contract because like what you did just now can really harm somebody's life. And I just mm-hmm. think it's just a poor taste of Rocky as an individual because. Even if you get in a confrontation with somebody or, you know, a scuffle with somebody, it doesn't make it right for you to go pull pull a gun on somebody. And, oh, and, and, and allegedly. But Rocky, exactly. I, it, I, it's rumored that he's a part of the, that he appeared on the reunion. So if he really did pull a gun, I don't think that there. he wouldn't be allowed. Yeah, he wouldn't reunion. be on the reunion. Yeah. So I don't particularly uh, believe that one. And then the last one that I find interesting is there is an online petition to have Nikki Gilbert Daniels removed from season three if it is renewed. So what do you guys think about that? Uh, she's executive producer. Justified, but she's probably going nowhere. I mean, yes, she is executive producer, but she's made it apparently, she's made it very apparent and clear that she's the EP because she told Selena, bitch, you work for me, I'm the EP, I'm the, you know. So everyone knows that she's the EP. Yeah. But the fact that people are online submitting a petition to have her removed to me says a lot about I mean, her. it basically says that, you know, you're stopping everything from the show actually being as successful as it needs to be, more or less saying the R&B divas getting to R&B and seeing like these ladies actually be successful in their career path, even though you're going to have issues and drama, but at the same time, that they're never going to basically be as successful as they could possibly could be with Nikki Gilbert causing all the conversation. Because right now, every I think everybody's against Nikki because they see who she 
really as as a person. The one true friend that she had on the show, which was Kiki, she now sees Nikki as the person that she is. Yeah. She had one enemy on that show, and that was the camera. Yeah. Show her <laughs> ass. It was supposed to show her face. <laughs> well, let's go into predictions for next week's or for the reunion part two that will be airing in two weeks. I predict Joe Claire <laughs> is gonna go to commercial more than he should. I predict Joe Claire is gonna laugh with his mouth open side to side. I predict Joe Claire is not gonna get that far. Um, I don't think there's gonna be much progress. I think uh, we're just gonna have to watch this show and hope that they slip up and do the whole. You could tell they mean more than what they saying thing. I think that was the case with Monifa and her situation with her family. I think that was a lot of the cases when it came to them really finally getting some of uh, words out that make sense to figure out what's going on between them. But I, I just don't see. The it's like they're way too behind in order to catch up for it to be a full like understanding of what's going on. But that, I guess that leads you into wanting to either see the L.A. R and B divas or you know hopefully to have another season. And then, yeah, I don't know. I think my it's not my prediction is what I would like to see. You know, because with Selena and her mother, I think that's the issue that needs to be addressed because we want to kind of know, like, hey, you know, what really happened? Did she go to rehab? Like, did they really kind of work things out? I mean, more or less, like, again, with Latasha, okay, what's what's what's, happen- what's the next step for her music career? Overall, I want to see what's the next step for each and every single these divas and their music career. Like, what's the next step? Kiki, are you coming out with a single album? What can we really expect for 2013? Selena, you did a song, you had a sing- single release. What can we expect? Monifa, what can we expect? Mm-hmm. Nikki, is Brownstone getting back together? Like, what can we really expect? Angie, we know you first class. You're always reinventing yourself. So, you know, we expect that you can be doing great things. Mm-hmm. So that's the biggest thing I want to kind of like, hopefully we get to dig into next week. And, and, and again, some of the issues that was never like resolved throughout the um, season, now is the time the reunion to resolve those issues, at least let the viewers know, like, what's next? What can we really expect? Because this is the point in time where people look at it like, are we going to watch season three if it's a, is it a, if it's a season three mm. based on the reunion? My prediction is I don't think there's going to be much. Um, I do but I do believe that um, we'll see appearances from, from Rocky and both Michael. And so I'm hoping that there's the right questions that's answered about, about their friendship or lack of. Shirley Ralph is going to do a um, is going to do a facilitation, which further proves that Joe, Joe didn't do his job. That Joe didn't really <laughs> do his job. The fact that she has to come and she has to has to to sit in and talk to the girls, and they shot the reunion as a whole. But it's going to air again. Part two is going to air in two weeks um, on July 10th. So we'll be back on July 11th to on Thursday the 11th to do the recap for. Uh, R&B Divas Season 2 Reunion Part 2 and then we'll also do the premiere for R&B Divas LA version Season 1 so two weeks you'll see us for both shows so you guys make sure that you tune in let everyone know where you could be found on social media Alfred Thomas on Facebook look for my face or all eyes on black spell correctly and you can find me at True Peoples on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, T-R-U-P-E-O-P-L-E-S. And also check out TruePeoplesMedia.com. And you can also find me on social media at Bam Erickson on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And make sure you check us out uh, for TruePeoplesMedia.com. We'll be doing some coverage of the BET Awards. So make sure you guys check us out on um, his website. 
So thank you guys for watching. We'll see you in two weeks for RB Diva Season 2, the, re the Reunion Part 2, <laughs> and also for the premiere of RB Diva's uh, L.A. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. <gasps> Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.